comedy mushroom cult podcast. It's the Whispercast today. Wait. Parentheses. Open parentheses. The Whispercast. Close parentheses. Me and the Ying Yang twins have something in common. And it's wait till you see this dick. I don't know, it's not that impressive. It's okay. It's perfectly fine. I don't think anybody's had full complaints about it yet. I don't know. That's a pretty aggressive start. Gotta whisper, uh, because I'm self-conscious. Self-conscious. Because, uh, I don't like recording podcasts when there's people in the house. There's people in the house. The girlfriend's sick. She's taking a nap. So I have to make sure to be quiet enough so it doesn't wake her up over a fan in a closed door. So if you hear somebody come out of a room and sound like an angry bear asking who I'm talking to, and I say myself and a handful of my friends, that's what's going on. Uh, I'm also whispering because I'm trying to keep my voice intact a little bit. I felt it uh, being a little being a little raspy today. And since she's, since she's sick, I gotta make sure that I'm not getting sick. So um, I'm taking a couple, taking a day off or so from uh, stand up. <clears throat> Maybe a couple more days because I have to wake up at fucking three in the morning the next three days for work, and it's just so I can go off and be a fucking doofus in a couple weeks. Um, but stand up's been cool. Life has been pretty cool the last few weeks. Uh, update from last week, I got into that Keenan Thompson thing. Um, and like I said before, everybody was making fun of it, including me. Uh, I made fun of it before I got into it. And then I, like, I mean, you know, you can't be, you gotta be cool sometimes. And then when you feel like denied from something, you gotta be like, ah, oh, it didn't hurt my feelings. So, got into it. Um, decided to take it seriously, and, uh, that was on Sunday. It was a very good time. Uh, got to go up, I think, second, so it was, like, the host, uh, one other person than me. I did a really good job, um, so I got super excited. I was also a menace to the, uh, to the people running the show. Uh, but, I mean, who else is gonna do it, you know? Like, who else is gonna be secure enough in just being a complete menace to the person you're not supposed to ask this many questions to and it all fought like so they wanted us to sign a release for uh the performance because they're filming it and it's gonna go to like a panel of judges they might share it on like their social media all this other shit so like a, a rational reasonable reason to sign a waiver but like just like the wording in it was like they can use it um and perpetuity, um, all this other shit, so I wanted to make sure, like, it was just for that performance, and not for, like, all of them, or any that are just associated with the Kenan Thompson thing, because I read, uh, Dave Grohl's autobiography last week, and, uh, he got fucked over by, like, when he signed, or when he was with his, like, first real band, uh, they were getting more popular, they signed a record deal, and then broke up before the record, uh, was recorded, um, so, he, when he joined Nirvana, the place that he signed that record deal with came after him for his cut of Nirvana, because they basically thought that they owned him, 
So, not that I'm Dave Grohl, not that I'm anywhere near as talented as he is, or that uh, the fine folks at Kenyon Thompson's Ultimate Comedy Experience would ever want to own part of my comedy forever. Um, but it's just, you know, I wanted to make sure, so I had to ask whether or not uh, they were gonna like use it for any gigs that we booked off of it like if you end up meeting because like the whole big thing is like oh we'll put you in touch with people who like represent people like real showbiz people to get you like real gigs and like get representation and all this stuff which would be super cool that's like my dream have somebody on my behalf talking to all these clubs so i don't have to all i have to do is fuck about and like do this dumb shit and think of new jokes that sounds perfect. Like, it's the best idea in my entire life. And all I have to do is give him, like, 10% of my money. That's, like, so cool. I mean, and, like, right now it's not that much money. But at some point, it could be a lot of money. And the last thing I wanted is for Kenyon Thompson to get all that money. Or get his cut of the money, too. So, I asked, and she would like, send a text. And then, like, we have, like, a little powwow. And, uh, because I was, like... Hey, can I make sure that, like, can I, like, amend this, like, right at the bottom, good for performance on it? She's like, can you just sign it? Like, it was, like, I was being a complete menace. Um, and then, like, we have a little powwow, and, like, we go up, and, like, you do three minutes. Um, then they, like, do a little interview with you afterwards, ask you a few questions. Um, just so, like, it's, like, a bumper to go into your set if it, like, gets on TV or something like that. I don't know why it would be on TV, but, like, if they make, like, a web series or something, I don't know. It, like, gives, like, a little autobiographical thing. Um, so I asked before the show, because a couple people were like, hey, can we, like, leave after we're done? So I raised my hand and I asked it. Like, nobody, like, people are so afraid to ask questions. But, like, of course, me just being unaware that, like, hey, if I'm going to just be a menace uh, to this woman maybe I should just, like, I don't know, not be the one to ask all the questions. Like, I I used my one question on asking 30 questions about the release and the waiver. Um, But when you say, like, it feels icky to sign it, but, like, it's just part of the thing, like, you feel, like, it seems like you are trying to steal uh, stuff. Like, just don't, like, don't tell me it's real 400 times and expect me not to think that it's not real. But whatever. So I asked if we could leave, and she's like, yeah, I guess you can leave whenever you want. Like, you're here. And I was like, all right, sick. Like, I just want, like, everybody was wondering it. Um, Sorry, I asked a a very important question, and we'll we'll get to the answer of it later on my phone. So I just blanked real quick. But no, I I had a really good set. It went really well. Um, So I'm very excited about it. And... It's just fun watching uh, people who, like, could have been part of it, like, shitting on it and saying it's a scam. And, I don't know, I'm really looking forward to some people getting something out of it. And then the people who saying it's a scam, not really getting much out of... Like, you just gotta take shots, you know? Like, there's always a downside to something. Um, I had driven up to Appleton a thousand times to do four minutes in front of nobody... Why not drive up there to do three minutes in front of a packed room where somebody's, like, assistant who might become something at some point might see it and you get booked an extra gig out of it. Seems worth it to me. Um, 
So, I have the Roku. I know, like, hard shift change. I didn't really think of much. I realized that this was my only day off during the week, and I needed to do a podcast. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Ashley's here. And I'm very self-conscious about podcast. Like, I need to be able to, like, free flow. And not worry about people hearing it, and, like, wondering what the fuck I'm talking about, or where I get this idea. And, like, so I just need to, like, be in my own spot. You know? it, like, I need to be able to create. Um... I'm not fucking Andy Warhol, where I need to, like, have attention while I create. Like, the art does enough for me, not the performance of the art. Um, Especially in a podcast, where you're, like, freeballing it a little bit. Now, like, stand-up, yes, you need a live audience. I'm fine with that. That's what I want. I want instant gratification for that. But when it's just, like, my brain pretty much unfiltered into a microphone... Uh, it's kind of, you know, it's intimidating. It's like somebody looking over your shoulder while you're writing. You don't want that, uh, pressure there. Um, so, like, the transitions might be a little different. We might be bouncing off the wall a little bit. Um, it might even be a shorter episode, because I might run out of shit to talk about. Uh, but right now, I'm fixated on the Roku, uh, screensaver screen on my Roku TV. Not to brag or anything, I've got a I've got a smart TV, uh, like everybody else. Uh, Orwell would lose his mind knowing that we all just have smart TVs in our house. Um, that's yeah. We want to talk about 1984. All these fucking weirdos on Twitter talking about how we live in 1984, where the government can spy on you, and you're not allowed to have like free thought or anything like that. And then they go and buy like a 800 inch Roku TV that can see through your entire fucking house and get like Roombas and shit. And, like, fucking uh, ring doorbells. Like, you are letting the fucking 1984 into your house. So, like, maybe don't say that the government's... Like, you're letting fucking Google take over. I'm letting Google take over my life. Every, Google, I have a Google phone. Google runs my life. I would be lost without Google. They remember all my passwords. Alright? So if they want to watch me work out and do yoga from time to time, uh, that's perfectly fine. That's up to them. Um, if they want to see a man in his 30s sweating because his body's heavy. But the Roku screensaver screen, uh, is like an absolute hellscape. It's like the Denver airport of screensavers. Because, like, the Denver airport just, like, shows, like, crazy atrocities, that, like, horse that's on fire, all of that. If you ever get a minute, check out the Denver airport conspiracies. They're so fun. Uh, but it doesn't help that, like... It's obviously, it's obviously, like, showing the end of the world and, like, people taking children. Like, that's what the Roku screen is. Like, there's, uh, a giant robot attacking a city. Um, it looks like Spider-Man swinging off of, uh, the Empire State Building. Uh, there's, like, a dinosaur that's probably supposed to be Godzilla, but they couldn't get the rights to do it. There's submarines outside of the city. There's a volcano. The Northern Lights are happening. Like, I don't know what city this is in. Uh... There's a lighthouse, and like there's a bridge that looks like the one in San Francisco, so it's like a bunch of bridges. There's a kraken attacking a ship from like 1492 when Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Uh, and then there's like the Space Needle from Seattle. So like the Avengers building is on there, I believe. So it's real scary. Like it's like one of those like, it's just like an apocalyptic landscape that they have is just like the screensaver but it's in purple so it's supposed to be like cooler like i wonder what the people at roku are trying to tell us do they know something 
do we not know? Like, is it? Are they just making it obvious that this is how? Like, Roku just knows that the world's ending. Like, there's a there's a UFO over Big Ben. <clears throat> like, are they trying to tell us the Titanic's sinking? Like, are they going through all of like the is so? Oh, maybe it's supposed to be based around movies. All right, well that makes a lot more sense than like. You know, what is it? Is that Occam's Razor where, like, the thing that makes the most sense is usually the right thing? Is that what Occam's Razor is? We're going to have to Google this because, um, I don't know what Occam's Razor is. I don't even know how to spell it. Occam's, well, Occam's Razor, um... The idea that in trying to understand something, getting unnecessary information out of the way is the fastest way to the truth or the best explanation. So no, that's not it. Um, whatever that, it's like some sort of thing. Uh, chime in if you'd know it, I guess. I don't know. Um, it's just basically saying that the most simple answer is usually the right answer. Um, like the simple explanation is the, the best one. Um... So it's all based around movies, but also, like, the way that they put it together really makes you seem like you're trying to tell us something, but it also makes a lot more sense for them to be invested in the entertainment side of things versus the world being shut down. Well, I mean, not shut down. When the world was shut down, they made a lot more money. So I don't know. Maybe they're trying to scare you inside the house. Wild. Um... But no, there's some, like, exciting shit coming up. This isn't supposed to be, like, the brag cast. Uh, but, oh, that's another big thing. On top of, like, being too cool to take shots, I've I've been seeing a lot of people being like, I'm, I'm not trying to brag, but, like, this is a cool thing that happened. And it's, like, some of the most hardworking people that I know. Like, they're always on the road. They're taking gigs that nobody else takes. They're making money doing stand-up. They're, like, doing the grind work instead of, like, being cool scene kids. And, like, oh, you want to hang out with the people who tell you you're great all the time. They're, like, actually going into the world and, like, putting their nose to the grindstone and fucking killing it. And then, like, coming back and being, like, I just had, like, a good fucking tour. And, like, just angry, bitter people who are stuck in their same bullshit town with their terrible job and, like, think that they could have done it but, like, didn't do it or are doing it and haven't gotten to that level yet or are doing it but, like, refuse to take those chances so they're just, like, stuck being the open mic hero, like, shitting on them in the comments. And I'm not quite there. I mean, I, I state my wins as much as anybody else because I'm not afraid to fucking do it. Um... Because I'm excited. I know that I work harder than most people. I don't work as hard as I could, but I work harder than most people to make this happen. So I've got no problem saying that I got a W and being excited about the future and enjoying it right now while it's happening. Um, now, there was a point in my life where I was like, well, this is what it's supposed to be. And like every, like if you're good, good things are supposed to happen. Um, and like if you're going to do it, you might as well be good. So like when good things happen, I'm not going to celebrate it because I should be good. Um, but no, like, that's a big shift, and so you just see unhappy people in comments being like, oh, why don't you brag more, or, oh, okay, like, you got to fucking, like, my buddy, uh, I mean, buddy's a, a loose word, but, like, a guy that I know, like, opens for, like, Mick Foley on the road, and, like, opens for, like, jackass people, and he's not, like, 
the fucking highlight of the show, but, like, he is, like, a legit comedian, he's funny, and he's worked with him for a while, and you just see people being, like, afraid to just be like, hey, I did something really cool, and they have to, like, preface it with, like, I promise I'm not bragging, like, there's a difference, and you can, like, look at, um, any, like, think of the person that you know that, like, doesn't do shit, but, like, talks that they're doing shit. Like, if you actually have receipts and you're actually doing it, you should not feel bad about saying it. It's the people who aren't doing shit that are gonna take the, like, they're gonna take all the glory for us, like, actual do shit people. Because it's cool to be, like, you get more clicks by shitting on things online right now. And I mean, I put up a negative status the other day talking shit about old guys who quit comedy for a little bit and then come back and then, like, are pissed that they don't get as much attention because we're working and we understand that they weren't actually cool after all. Like, that got a bunch of likes because it's probably a little negative and stirs the pot a little bit. And I mean, that's not what you want the algorithm to do, but that's what it does. Um, negative things get more attention, so, like, shitting on other people instead of giving yourself, like, the props you deserve, um, it's going to happen. You don't want it to happen, but it's going to happen, so, I don't know, just be more positive. Take your wins, take your W's. Um, what else is going on in the news? Let me look and see if anything cool has happened, because, I mean, we've wasted 17-ish minutes, why not just, like, try to waste another five and then go into the song? Um... I don't know. What's big in news? Everything's, like, big on my, um, timeline is football, because football's big. Oh, somebody died. I thought, like, the, I need trending Twitter. Twitter's supposed to die so long ago, but it's still around. And, like, the number one thing that this app is used for now is dunking on the guy who owns it. Which, fair, like, Elon Musk is a fucking nerd. He's a big, weird nerd <clears throat> that, like, his parents got all of their money from, like, slavery and diamond mines or whatever in South America, South America, South Africa. So, like, yes, there's that. But he's also, like, a genius at the same time. And I guess he tried to do stand-up and got booed at a Chappelle show, uh, which is hilarious because, like, one... Like, I know what Chappelle's doing. He's trying to, like, like, he sees somebody getting shit on and remembers that he got shit on for so long and it's, like, a genius. So he wants to, like, prop them up and, like, be like, you guys are all wrong, everybody's wrong but me, but this isn't the way to do it, dude. Like, it's the same thing when fucking he's going through his Netflix fucking dispute and he's, like, at his shows talking about how people shouldn't watch... Uh, Chappelle show on Netflix because it's like people paid to go see you I don't want to see fucking Elon Musk come out and do fucking stand-up how much is a ticket to a Dave Chappelle show like $150 for like a good seat at least for person and parking and fucking drinks and dinner and all of that and you're gonna go and watch Elon Musk do fucking comedy like, there was some, like, stupid... Oh, yeah, I did a guest spot at the Improv last Friday since we've done this. And it was super fun. It was great. I did a good job there, too. Hopefully they book me more. Um, but, like, this chick, like, kept interrupting people. And, like, that's for probably a free ticket or, like, $20. 20 or $30 at the Improv. Now multiply that by five. <clears throat> and think about entitlement and how, like, if Elon Musk was there, like, you get booed off stage. Like, it's so insane. Like, why would you do that? Um, 
there's really not like any good <clears throat> news coming out. Panera is trending for why? Oh, there's a video. Let's see what this, uh... I work in a Panera. I work in a Panera when I'm doing my work because I don't want to pay for a co-working space, but working at home makes me want to dig my own grave because I'm alone and I don't have human interaction. So I work at my local Panera. Understand? And when I'm at my local Panera, they have free refills. Free refills. This is the Mango uses, Mango uses Citrus... Okay, so it's this lady on TikTok. Sorry for the quiet if you couldn't hear it. This lady on TikTok um, talking about, like, this mango citrus stuff. And, like, people are, like, Panera selling pre-workout and shit. Um, and she's going off. But, like, she said something on there. If you couldn't hear it, whatever. Sorry for, like, the 30 seconds of quiet. Um, it's the Whisper cast, Guys, and you know what you're in for at this point. Like, it's going to be sidetrack shit. Um, but uh, she was talking about how she, like works at her local Panera, and I work at a local coffee shop, where people, instead of going to an office or working at home, uh, they, like, set up their workspace at the coffee shop, and, like, act like they run the fucking place, which, like, hey, guys, you're spending three dollars on a cup of coffee, which is, like, a lot of money for a cup of coffee, but, like, you're not, it's not, you're not, like, renting space, like, you don't deserve to be there, like, just because you're here every day, like, go to an office, buy an office space, get a workspace. Like, you decided to work from home. Like, if this, I am not one of your employees. Like, you're not the boss of the table at the spot. Like, I have my job, you have your job. You can be your own boss at your fucking table. Like, or, like, if you want to be the boss of everybody in the place that you're working, go work at home. Like, I can't, like, just, you buy a sandwich once a day. You're not, like, a fucking, like, the world will move on without you buying a sandwich every single day. Like, you're not, you are not the one keeping me employed. So, like, you can't, like, I, people will come in and be like, oh, my usual table's not, but what, it's a fucking coffee spot. Like, if you wanted a for sure spot, go to your office where they, where they give you a desk. You want your own desk here? This is a public place. This is a business. This is a Wendy's, sir. Like, you can't complain about having no open tables when it's a fucking coffee place. Or, like, people who complain, like, ooh, the music's a little loud. Can you turn it down? I have a fucking call. Go go home. Go do your call at home. Go to your office. Don't fucking do your, like, Zoom meeting in a public place. Oh, there's kids crying. Is there any way that you... No. Go to a library. Like, that. it's quiet there. Like, or go to your office. Take coffee to your office. Go to your job. I understand that it's 2022 and job flexibility, and I would love to have a remote job where I could go to, like, a coffee place and do it. But guess what? I also have Wi-Fi at home. So if I know I have a meeting or something important where I need to do a phone call, guess where the fuck I'm not going? A public place. I'm going to go to a spot where I know it's going to be quiet, and you're going to whisper through the whole thing. That's a pretty good button on the end of the whisper cast. So this is what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to pause this. I'm going to see uh, how the song registers on here. The song, uh, I put a poll up, and 
it's getting some attention because it's like a tough uh, question. Not like a lot of attention, but like it's getting some uh, because it's like a tough uh, song to deal with or question. Because my question was like, what's a better whisper based song? Careless Whisper by George Michael or Wait, the Whisper Song by Ying Yang Twins. It's a very tough question. Okay. And it seems as with as much as like people think that Careless Whisper is the better whisper-based song. It is. All right. We all can agree that it's the better uh, whisper-based song. George Michael is a god. But like, I don't know. The idea for whispering came up trying to do this quiet so I don't wake up my girlfriend. And Careless Whisper's got that fucking saxophone at the beginning. That's for sure going to wake her up if I try to do it right now. Okay. So I gotta do the Whisper Song by Ying Ying Twins. That's gonna be the song, because I could probably get away with it more. And, like, it'll sound better on here, being at a lower t- uh, volume. And again, to pull the curtains back, I'm gonna try to make it louder, okay? I'm gonna try to make it louder, so it's not annoying the whole time. If you made it this far and it's quiet, I'm sorry. Just turn it up on your thing. You got headphones in anyways. It's an ASMR podcast, alright? Let me do a little ASMR for my beard for you. Did you like that? Little beard ASMR. Hopefully you liked it. If you like ASMR, you'll like it, okay? And no, I don't listen to these back before I send it out, so who knows what it's going to sound like. I'll listen to it after I post it. You'll hear it when I hear it, okay? But we're going to try to make it louder so you don't have to turn it up as much. Um, oh, there's a guy. All right, one last quick story. I went to Trader Joe's, and this guy in a tie-dye shirt. I think I might have talked about this. I talked about it last week. Never mind. It was the same day. I still haven't heard from mushroom tattoo, tie-dye, long hair, Trader Joe's guy yet. Maybe he didn't like my comedy. But I guess that's what you get for saying that you're into comedy and having somebody give you their website right away. I wish he would reach out to me. Where are you, Trader Joe's guy? I guess I could go there and figure it out. Uh, Whoisforroberts.com Buy some shirts. I need money. Okay, it's a Christmas. It's a holiday season. Just give me money. That's what we need. Um... Alright, again, you guys won't notice, but I'm going to pause this and keep it rolling and put the song at the end. Thanks for listening. Uh, You'll hear the song here in a minute.